Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We are on today with Mr. Jeff Hedgie. Um, most of the time y'all see me on Facebook and uh, we usually go Facebook Live, but today we're going to do something a little different. And we want to, you know, because of what I know that we're going to get from him this morning, I want to get with a bigger audience so you can enjoy and um, get a lot of the things that I know that is going to benefit you so much for your business, for the things that you're doing, and just to get started. So um, we're going to go ahead and get into it and uh, start our conversation. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you so much for coming on Savvy the Business Podcast. Yes, um, I, I really appreciate the invite. I Thank you for the inviting me to it. Absolutely, absolutely. And we, in business, there are so many um, things that go on with a business and where they're coming in about marketing, how to market, uh, what we need to do. There's so many books out there, how to's, top five, top 10, all of this stuff, right? <laughs> so, um, Let's get first. Let's get a little bit about who you are and um, some of the things that you've done. Absolutely, thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm Jeff Hagee. I I'm originally from Southern Alberta, up in Canada. Right now, I live in Gilbert, Arizona. Kind of tried to escape the winters, and it's worked really <laughs> great. Um, I've I've got a I've got quite a diverse background. Um, I my education was in I majored in entrepreneurship. I was in the banking industry right right out of school, but I also rodeoed professionally, and that's what I had a lot of my focus oh, on. Wow. <laughs> and uh, but then I started a family and kind of got a little more serious about um, growing up and taking care of them. And so I was uh -huh. in the banking industry. And in 2005, I started a company called Kodiak Mountain Stone, which I still I'm the CEO and run, and that's a manufactured stone company that we're in both Canada and the U.S. And uh, we we sell manufactured stone, art, um, natural stone bricks, stuff like that to the home building industry for renovations, those sort of things. And then I also just through the experience of that, I've spent a lot of time um, in the coaching industry and. It's something I always wanted to do, and my CFO at one point um, decided thought I should meet one of his clients, mm -hmm. which was a business coach, and he introduced me um, to Brandon, and that's kind of when I started getting more serious about the coaching, and mm -hmm. have kind of had a lot of different aspects in the coaching, from the personal development to different areas, but have started to focus more and more on working with people with their marketing um, and what they can do to increase their leads, increase their transactions, those sort of things. And working with a lot of clients that, who I really like to work with are the clients that don't, small businesses that don't have a whole lot of money to invest in marketing and advertising and finding those ways where they can really generate a lot more leads without increasing their spend on their marketing and advertising okay okay so with 
you getting into coaching, what made you go that direction instead of just, you know, hosting workshops and things like that? You know, I, I almost said it as a, a joke a few times to my CFO is just, you know, as a, as a business owner and entrepreneur, I've had a lot of my own mistakes or things that happened that I've, I've been able to learn from. And I, I told him one time, you know, I, I've messed up enough times. I could sure teach people what not to do. And, um, you know, as I gained more and more experience in, in being an entrepreneur, I started thinking about it more seriously, not just about the things I've made mistakes it's eight in, o'clock. but also the things that I've done well. And then I started just, uh, you know, I, I had one guy that I worked with because we had made a change in our business and we uh, had sold off a part of our business and the individual that bought it, uh, I started working with him a little bit to help him make sure he got it launched properly and stuff and realized I really liked it. And also back in um, when I was in the banking industry, that was something I really loved is because I worked with a lot of entrepreneurs as clients and I really enjoyed working with them and, you know, helping them to identify opportunities and avoid obstacles and help them grow their businesses. Okay. So what are some of the things that you've seen working with people, coaching them, uh, some of the mistakes that you've come across that you can share with others to say, you know, I've been there, I've done this. Um, these are some ways that I can help you jump over some of these, you know, uh, potholes, if you will, <laughs> that, that I fell into and uh, help you prevent some of the uh, issues, whether it was financially, business mistakes, or however that may have happened. What are some of the things that you can share that has happened and how you was able to um, come out of it and then just keep going and, and be able to build off of the mistake that you made? Um, there's actually a number that come to mind, but one thing that I, I see over and over, you know, in today's day and age, there's probably not many businesses that don't have a website. But what I find a lot is there's a lot of people that they get their website, they, they invest in making a great website when they start their business. And five years later, they haven't even looked at their website in the last five years. And I think one of the mistakes that we often make is not really utilizing our, our online presence how we can. Because if you really look at you know, it, for for example, in my industry with Kodiak Mountain Stone, if I'm going to be looking to buy some stone for my house, if I'm mm -hmm. doing a renovation, in today's day and age, that's probably the first place we go is to the internet. But what often happens is people have a have a website, and even if they are able to get traffic onto their website, they're not maximizing what they can do with that traffic because there is such a small percentage of customers that are the ready now buyers. And so out of that small percentage, the rest of them visit your website and then they might not ever visit again. And there's most websites you're going to see, they've got, you know, your contact information, um, address, phone number, those sort of things, but they don't have it set up that they're really going to, capture the information from those clients and be able to 
keep in contact with them, whether it's through a, a drip campaign or something else, that they can stay engaged with them so that when those people become now buyers, that they're still in the conversation. And I think there's a lot of times that we lose out because, because we don't have something set up where we're staying in contact with these people. And, you know, if an example is a lot of people will put something, call for a free consultation or something like that. And, you know, customers know that's yeah. a sales pitch. <laughs> you call them for a sales pitch. And, but there's so many opportunities that you can just offer some value, offer them, you know, an information package. And that information package that can bring them value gives you the opportunity to stay in their orbit um, rather than trying to give them a sales pitch right off the bat. So I think that's where a lot of businesses are lacking is just utilizing their own websites to their full potential and keeping those clients within their, within their environment. Right. So, uh, and, and I completely agree. So setting up like a drip campaign, um, so many may not even know what a drip is. So, um, on Savvy, we always like to, you know, not assume everybody know everything. And for those that are getting started, not sure what questions to ask or how to ask. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. So for those that's getting started or maybe even been in business and they're thinking drip, you know, what's a drip? So, you know, let's tell them what that is because that, that's very important. Absolutely. So there's a number of ways you can do it. It, it can be done. Um, the most common right now is obviously through email, uh, but you can do it through a number of ways, but it's a system that you're going to continue to stay in contact with that customer. And I'll give you, I'll give you a couple examples. One example is a company that I, I worked with that was doing sunrooms, building sunrooms on, on houses as uh, renovation projects and whatnot. And what they had done on their website is they offered an information package outlining the benefits of a sunroom. Um, everything from, you know, increasing the value of your home to giving you somewhere to go that you can get out in the sun, no matter what the weather is outside. Mm -hmm. And they, they created a, a brochure that outlined all these things. And so people could go on their website, get this brochure sent out to them for free. And then what they did after that, I think they had seven different benefits outlined in that brochure. And then over the following months, they would send out a, this was in actually snail mail, they'd send out a physical postcard that identified, talked specifically about each one of those benefits. So, you know, the, va the value it brings to your home. And then they would include, you know, a, an offer, you know, a discount or something like that. And so the drip campaign was, every other month that customer was getting a new postcard now when you when you look at online online which is probably the most common right now and a lot of people experience this is they'll they'll be on a website and they'll sign up for an offer to get something from from the website and then they they start getting the emails from that website so an example of that is it could have been the same thing let's talk about the sunroom renovator mm -hmm. is that could have been an online um offer and then every month or whatever it was they would send out another email explaining some of those benefits and just kind of highlighting each of those benefits that was in the brochure one by one 
Okay. All right. So, but, um, and everyone that's listening, you have to understand what your business is, whether it's a product or service, that your drip is going to be different from other people's drip. So it may not necessarily be a postcard. So it can be, you know, coupons, it could be informational, it could be educational. It just depends on what your business is. So understand what that is so you know what direction you need to go for to set up your particular drip. And um, uh, with your leads, let's get into that. Um, it's important you have a lead as well to set up some type of workflow campaign or broadcasting campaign or something so they can continuously get information from you to see if they're going to uh, switch from a lead into an actual paying client. Uh, but we have to be careful with that because we can, you know, have these uh, campaigns set up to where they're getting information once a month or every other month or however you want to set it up. But we can, we have to be careful and not send it too much information because one, you're going to automatically get that unsubscribe and that's going to kill it. And you just don't want to overpower them with a lot of stuff because <laughs> that's pretty much what it's going to end up being. So let's talk about leads and, you know, setting up something like that just to keep them engaged. And because sometimes you can send four or five different campaigns to them before they actually say, you know what, I need to go ahead and hire this person. Absolutely. And you're, you're right on that too. It's, it's a fine line um, of how often you're sending it and what the value is you're sending yeah. to them. Because, you know, if they're getting an email from you every day, that they get to the point that they're not even opening it you're not probably the next time they open it they're hitting that unsubscribe yeah. so as long as you're adding value that makes a big difference and you've got to be able to create that lead um okay let's let's go back again uh an example of a child psychologist that i with his website that i saw a great example for that and his original website was what I what I talked about a moment ago saying, you know, call for your free 30 minute consultation. Uh -huh. And it was uh, that, that's a hard one to get because I, I think the number of people that are actually going to call are just those ones that, you know, need that service right that moment. But you're missing out on so many others there and you're not going to be able to create a drip campaign there. What he changed on his website was he, he worked with troubled kids that you know they're hard for parents to deal with and whatnot and what he changed on his website was he created some 60 second videos and he said you know fill out this information give me your first name and email address mm -hmm. and I'll send you a 60 second video that tells you how to address these issues and that's how he created his drip campaign was it wasn't they had to physically pick up the phone call him and listen to a sales pitch they were getting some valuable information that all they had to do was watch a video that was sent in their email and then of course with that email it says you know if you need additional help here's my contact information and then his drip campaign was some additional 60 second videos that he would send out on a monthly basis right. and so one they were valuable they are valuable information that these people could could obtain but two it was set up in a way that if they weren't ready to hire him right then they were still getting some value out of it and then what we what we saw was down the road 
he was getting a lot more people that you know watched maybe a month two months three months of those videos and then realized you know these things are really helping and i think hiring this person is gonna kind of take it to the next level and so yeah he was sending them out so they weren't too often that he wasn't you know spamming their inbox and driving them nuts because they couldn't keep up to everything he was sending them Mm -hmm. but also i think one of the most important things was it was value added it wasn't just here's another email from them it's this is a great short 60 second video that really can help me with what my problem is okay yeah so i i like what you're saying of you know he knew what he had to do and for this particular instance he decided to do a video yep. so during that video um uh kind of circles back around to what we're doing right now that using technology um you know using what we all have in front of us so our cell phones our laptops ipads all of the things that we already have that we can utilize to uh, share our content, share our information. Um, what do you come across with a lot of um, uh, business owners that don't quite understand that just yet of utilizing what they have of, you know, just doing a quick video, being informative, not just doing a video just because? Yeah, it. I, I think a lot of businesses um, look at look at these, a lot of these different things and don't realize the value they can add in something like that, that, you know, I'm a brick and mortar company. I, I can't be making a video for Instagram or something like that. But really, as you see that they're starting to do more of that, they can get a lot of benefit out of it. If they're, again, if they're creating value and, you know, I've, I've got a friend up in Canada that he's got a, He's got an awesome business. He he builds playhouses, and oh. um, they, they're they're the most amazing things. Um, but uh, he he started doing that, and he's done a great job of you know when they're because he travels all over the all over the world to install these, mostly in North America, but literally he goes all over the world with these things, and um, you know he'll create a video just showing oh look this is what we're making and it really creates some interest and um some excitement behind it and then he'll uh do a quick video showing the installation and the fact that they've got to bring in all these cranes and stuff and get them installed and you know just creating some excitement around it and adding some value not just getting on there and say hey this is uh jeff and this is what i do but actually showing what he's doing and showing make making it more valuable to those that are watching it okay value that is so important i mean even though you know with everything that we're saying uh that one word is is huge for any business i don't care what you're doing product services whatever it is you have to have value and if your value is not um providing a solution now you, you're hitting something else. So um, when we're talking about value and provide a solution for something, um, how do you pull that out of people when you know they think they have this great idea and oh, I think it's this, it's wonderful. My friends say they like it. 
okay, those are your friends. They could be a little biased, you know? So how do you um, work with someone like that that comes to you and have this, this huge idea and you're like, wait, what? You know, that, that, uh, that can be a real challenge because it's, you've got to be able to understand what your customer wants, not necessarily what you want. Yes. I, I can put myself in that situation. There was one point in our, in Kodiak Mountain Stone that we were looking at some different options for in the manufacturing process. Mm-hmm. And I looked at uh, some options of having it manu- our stone manufactured offshore. And we started making some in Vietnam. And we, we had a lot of challenges with that. And we ended up get, bringing in a container of the product and some of the some of the product didn't end up being what I had envisioned and we had outlined. And there's one one specific profile there that I just said, we're never gonna sell that. That that stuff's ugly, it's awful. Mm-hmm. And but that was my opinion. And this is kind of the reverse of what you're saying, but the funny thing about it was it was the first product we sold out of that container. So what that told me was it doesn't matter what I like or what my desires are. I've got to know what my end user and my customer really wants. And of course you've got to get excited about your product and excited about what you're doing, Uh but you've got to be able to put yourself in, in the minds of your end user so that you can make sure that you're creating the product or the service that they need. And it might not be, the one that you personally need that you can get it. You're excited about something that you think would be so great, but have you really looked and said, this is, this is what the market needs right now. Right. Right. That's definitely a, a, a thing that we all have to look at. And I think some business, businesses forget about that because they're just so focused in on my passion, my business, this is a great idea. I have these things, I'm, you know, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. And we forget that we have to slow down, pump the brakes a little bit and circle back around and say, okay, what do my customer want? You know, if I'm not selling this item and selling doesn't mean, okay, I sold five of them. So, wow, I'm doing great. You know, that's not yeah. Um, we can't get excited, you know, but I get it. You know, we get excited on people's buying, but that's not gonna keep the lights on. You know, that's not exactly. gonna sustain you. So um getting excited about that, that can be difficult to um shatter someone's dream. And um, but in business, it's you know, kind of one of the things that that happen. We have to be open to that. And um willing to uh, take the critique from someone that's in the business, know what they're talking about and not think, oh, well, you just don't like it. Okay. So that's your opinion. And, you know, we we get those things. (laughs) So um, overcoming some of that and, and moving forward. So now that we, you know, we hit a lead, we understand what drip is. So now that we got that drip going and um, we've had some unsubscribers, but the drip is going and now how do we bring those leads in? So, you know, I see on your website, you know, about generating leads. 
So how do we bring those in now that we've dripped them and we got, we've done all of these things. So what's our next step? And I, I think a lot of that goes back to what we were talking about a moment ago is making sure that we're yeah. offering value, um, offering value, showing that, you know, what, what your customer need need mm -hmm. is something you can provide. And so as we start to work with them and show them these things, it's got to be something that they really start to look at the things that you're offering them and the value they're getting, you know, that they realize that they're, if they're going to be able to use your product or service, there's more and that them looking at, okay, what, what they've offered me for free so far mm -hmm. has offered all this value. And if I actually use their product or service, I understand and I can identify how that's really going to take me to the next level. Um, you know, there's a lot of, um, I, I'll use Darren Hardy, for example. Uh, he has a lot of information that he offers online for free. And he's got some great stuff. He does his, his daily videos, all those different things that he offers some invaluable free information. And then, you know, you'll get on his drip campaigns and then he'll, at the end of a video, he'll talk about a course that he's offering. And you realize that, you know, the value that you're getting for free is helping you so much, but how much more can it help you to take that course and kind of go to the next level? And I think that's really what's important is showing the customers that we're continuing to add this value for you. We're helping you. And the more you get involved with us, the more we can do that. And, and that's actually, whether it's a information type company or a brick and mortar type company, you've got to be able to show them that the more they work with you, the more value you can add. Right, right. So what value would someone have coming to Jeff Hedgy and saying, I want to work with you. How can you help me? How can you help my business? So what, what I really um, like to do is I, I do a number of things. I, I do the one-on-one -on -one coaching and I also have a product I call my e-learning marketing system that is a online coaching. And I use that program with the people I work with one-on-one. -on -one. Plus I've got uh, clients that just use the e-learning marketing system. And, you know, it's really something where I help them identify the areas that whether if they're a startup where we need to put some focus to number one, let's leads are number one. You've got to have those leads to start bringing them in. Um, or if it's a company that's been in business for 20 years, where, where can we increase the leads? How can we, without increasing your costs, how are we going to do this? And so it's showing them the value of having a coach help them identify these opportunities that maybe they know about, but they're not identifying, or maybe that's something brand new to them that they don't understand. Uh, one, one of the, I mean, I've talked about it already is websites are such a huge opportunity that we're really missing out on quite often, but there's all sorts of ways to generate more leads that a lot of people either don't understand or, 
you know, they've just come become used to their ways and they're not seeing those opportunities. And there's a lot of benefit for someone from an outside perspective who's done different things to help help identify those things and help help you see, okay, this is this is where you might be doing great. But if we made this one tweak, we could really take it to another level. One of the things I do as well is I, I have a weekly mastermind group that we do a weekly call. And that's where I see a lot of value is a lot of different industries that are completely unrelated can help each other. Because I remember one time I was struggling with something in my stone business that I really didn't know how to take it to the next level. And I was sitting in a, a business conference in Hawaii with a lady at the same table as me that was from the scrapbooking industry. And she talked about something that she had done in her business that really was revolutionary for her. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, that could work in my, my business. Like scrapbooking and stone aren't very similar, but you wouldn't think to connect the two. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was amazing what the things that she had done completely helped me in my stone business. And so I, I really like that as well, having those mastermind groups where we can mm -hmm. brainstorm and give each other ideas that way. And it, stuff like this, you know, watching a podcast like this um, is a great way to come up with new ideas and things that someone, again, me talking about my stone industry might be someone in a completely different industry thinking, wow, that could work for me too. And so that's where I think coaching is invaluable is, you know, getting an outside perspective, someone that's not right in the middle of the day to day, helping you identify those opportunities that might be right under your nose and you just don't see them. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm, I'm glad you said that. I meant to share a little bit about what um, happened with me is same thing. You have that outside perspective come in and just throughout conversations and working with them and things like that, you know, she started, you know, talking to me and showing me stuff. And I was like, what? And I was like, okay, whatever. And <laughs> me, again, being in my space, you know, doing what I'm doing and having this outside person come in. All right. She don't understand yet. You know, she don't get it. Yeah. And throughout time, um, working with her, I started seeing some value and oh, wow, you know, okay, this girl is a beast. You know, she could do this, she could do that. And uh, we was on the phone one morning, kind of, I don't say really coaching session or anything, but, you know, giving me feedback and talking about some things because I did ask the question <laughs> and she gave me her honest opinion. And you know how when you're talking to somebody just comes over you, like, you just like, oh, just, I was like, oh, no, she's not. Oh, she, and you just want to really like go off. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, you know, of course that conversation ended. It was like, you know, it wasn't a good note. But after a few days passed, I started to think about what she said, what was happening, what I did and had to accept me with some of the things she said. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And sometimes that happens to us in business, but we may not get it right then. And in that moment, but if we're truly honest with ourselves, it's going to help you in the long run. Yeah. And I've, I've had experiences with that with clients where 
you know, it, for client relations, sometimes it'd be so much easier just to say, Hey, great idea. Yeah. Go for it. Do right. it. <laughs> right. but, but it's like, you've got to have those hard conversations sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes those conversations can get a little bit heated when you're telling someone, Hey, this idea that you're so passionate about and excited about, consider these things before you step forward, consider this and this and this. And because I know you're excited about it. And if, if these things all line up, yeah, it could work out great for you. But mm-hmm. before you pull the trigger, look at these. And then it's, all, I've seen a lot of times where they still can move forward with it, but if they hadn't addressed, you know, A, B, and C ahead of time, yeah. it could have been a disaster. But I've also had clients that we've done that and the end result was taking a completely different path because they realized, oh yeah, okay, I hadn't realized that. And even though it was an industry I wasn't really involved with outside of the coaching aspect of it, that outside perspective made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it does. It does. I mean, like we could get heated. It will get heated. We may even slam the phone, maybe say a few choice words. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, if we're honest with ourselves, it may take you a, a week to really get it. I won't say get over it, but really get what was happening and um, uh, process it. And the processing part is deep. I mean, that can just really get, wow. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, could get, it could get intense. So um, I'm thankful for that because it, has, it did show me some things that, you know, I needed to do. It wasn't, don't stop what you're doing because, yeah, you have a good idea, but you're not looking at this. You're not considering other people's feelings sometimes. And when you don't do that, you know, here are some of the things that can happen. You know, I'm not saying change you or change who you are, but just consider when you're doing certain things and how you're doing certain things. So it, it took a, like I said, a couple of days to start processing it. You know, it took longer to, to go through the process, but yeah. to process what was being said and what was being shown that I was like, okay, all right. And I think that's just a learning lesson in business. Uh, regardless of what you're doing, that's something that we have to go through. And I call them yes men. We need to stop having those yes men in our corner. So yeah. we get some people that will, you know, as we say, uh, pull your coattail and be like, hey, hold on. <laughs> you know, let's let's go in private. Let's talk about this, you know. So having those people, I think, are very important in your corner and to continuously regenerate your network. Yeah. And um, there's times where people are meant to be in your life for a season. And when those seasons end, we have to know and understand. And it might be a season where, okay, we may be friends or whatever and hang out. But as far as business wise, that season may be over. And it could be family, friends, it could be anybody. So we have to start um, understanding that and ready to accept those and we just have to continuously build our network i mean um social media is out i mean i came across you on instagram so i mean it's 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 working on social media and just reaching out to people i mean um but we can't get offended by people that don't respond and if they don't respond oh well you know 
that happens. But we get people, you know, like yourself that responded and um, was interested in doing this interview. And I'm truly grateful for that. But, you know, we have to be ready for those um, uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, and I know you've had, like you said, you've had quite a bit of those, but having those and getting, getting ready for those. So, um, I mean, this has been a great conversation. I mean, we, we've talked about a lot of things. So what can we look forward to with you? I mean, we want to be sure that we're watching your videos, your coaching. Um, what are some of the um, things that a business may be going through right now where, okay, I have a video for this or a book for this or anything like that? On, on things that I su could suggest? Yes. Okay. Um, well, what, what I, so for myself, I, as I mentioned, I do, I do the one-on-one -on -one coaching and I, I have my e-learning marketing system. Um, but I also try to add, add some free value as well. And, uh, every Wednesday I have, a my inner circle mastermind and what I try to do that, cause that is a, a membership program but I usually will take clips from that and I post those on Instagram or in different, different areas. I've got a YouTube site that has it on there. And I usually try to take a couple of the clips that I think will add some good value to people that they can watch those and get something out of. Uh, just, it, it was actually one that I did this week that got me thinking about uh, some of the things that you were just saying is I, I talked this week about what the value is you're adding to others um and you know if there's something in a relationship that isn't going great is it because you're not adding enough value to that relationship and as we're going into you know we're, we're approaching the end of a year but you know it's we're approaching the end of a decade i, I i'm a, i'm a kid that 2020 was the Jetsons. You know, I, I I'm expecting to have my flying car by 2020. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. We thought we was gonna be flying around. <laughs> so, you know, I I've really been looking at coming into 2020 on how are we, how are we gonna really hit 2020 on yeah. our own? And that's what I talked about this week was what value are you adding to other people so that you're creating the relationship that we can really do that. And so I try to, I do those things. I, I do a weekly article at jeffhagey.com that I put an article with my thoughts and stuff on. And I, I just try to, through Instagram, through Facebook, different medias, mediums that I try to add value because I know I'm, everyone doesn't want, I'm not going to be coaching everybody. And right but I still, if I can add value somewhere and help somebody and just like a similar to a drip campaign, if someone starts following me on Instagram, hopefully when the time comes that they decide they need a coach or they need just a little extra, I've added enough value there that they say, you know what, maybe he's the one I reach out to and find out if he's the right fit for me or not. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I try to do. Okay. Well, I, again, I am truly grateful for you taking the time out this morning to come on and chat with us and share some of the things that, that you've shared. And I have this slogan that I created, change your habits, change your success. 
And that's one of the hardest things for us to do is our habits. Um, because it's almost like we're glued, we're stuck to those things and we can't, you know, get ourselves, you know, loosened from them. But, and that's including myself is, you know, looking at things that I've been doing. So I don't say anything that I think that I'm not in that bucket as well. But, you know, we always have to look at if I can say it to somebody else, how does that also apply to me? And uh, I use that change your habits, change your success. And just recently, um, just doing things differently and uh, talking with someone and um, she was giving me ideas. I'm like, oh, I really got to go do that, <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's, it's we have to accept, okay, we want to keep moving in this journey. We want to keep, you know, uh, evolving because technology is, is, is like, it's doing this, it's doing yep. this and we have to be ready for it. Um, that's where people are drawn to. So we can't keep saying, okay, well, I'm old school. I don't like to do this. Or I'm old school and I still want to, you know, carry a tablet with me with a pen and a pen and a piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get left behind, like you say, uh, the Jetsons. When we used to watch that cartoon, that's what we all thought. Okay, well, eventually we're going to have all these flying cars. We're going to be in space. We're going to be doing all these things. So time has changed. I mean, we're not exactly flying around, but oh my God, I mean, the things that we have now, and now they're creating all these robots and all these other things, and they're using all of this technology in place of people's jobs. So yeah. that in itself has to be a wake-up call to so many people that, wow, they could put a, a computer in my place. You know, how, how scary can that get? So why wouldn't you want to dig in and start figuring out some things. What are my talents? What am I gifted at? How can I grow this? You know, how can I, I mold it? And just, uh, you know, do what we have to do with it. So, um, you know, doing what you do, you know, we, we truly appreciate that. And having someone like you that's willing to share and have these different workshop videos, the mastermind, all of these things that is so important uh, for businesses today. So I'm just going to say, you know, whether you're with the mastermind club group or a coach or anything like that, have somebody that's in your corner that's not a yes man. We have to, we, we have to get out of that. We have to stop having these yes men in our corner. And if you do, you have to question yourself, well, why? You know, if you have nothing bad to say, not to say I should be doing something bad, but there's some type of critique or something that somebody should say every so often that, you know, okay, I got too many yes men. I need to reevaluate this. Um, I was looking at a video one time with, uh, it wasn't a video, it was a, I think it was um, um, one of the celebrity uh, shows where they went back on them, uh, you know, telling about their life and it was Nisi Nash. Okay. And she was sharing on how she went through her journey with comedy, all these different movies, sitcom, all these things that she did. And she got to a certain point and she said, well, hold on. Stuff isn't happening like I thought it should happen right now because I've done some work. And she went back to her team, called a team meeting. They went in the room and she said everybody at the table did her good mornings and, you know, all of the pleasantries. And then she said, okay, well, I need to find out what have my team been doing for me? 
How are you pitching me? What are you looking at? What are you going out for? Um, because the things that you're coming back with, it's not nothing that I want to do right now. It's not nothing where I said, this is the journey that I want to take. So if my team does not understand or know me, then it might be time for us to part ways because that means my team is not growing with me. Right. <laughs> no, I, I like that. And, and, and your, your motto, change, change your habit, change your success. I think that is, that's perfect because, you know, if we want to get different results, if we want different success in what we've got, we can't keep doing the same things. Yeah. And that, that comes down to our daily habits. It's, you know, if, uh, if we want to get in shape, but we're not working out, we've got the habit of, we sleep till 10 AM. Yeah. <laughs> you you're not going to be able to get up and go to the gym so you've got to change those habits to change those results you want so i i love that model i think that's a great model that if you if you want to if you want different results you've got to do something different and it all comes down to the habits that you're creating for yourself i agree with that and going back to your comment on yes man i mean yeah they can they can make you feel great but yes. that if you're going down the wrong path doesn't matter how great they make you feel it's you're still going down the wrong path yeah right right so tell everyone uh, your website your social media how they can stay connected with you uh join your mastermind and um different things you have going on sure absolutely thank you um so my instagram you can find it searching jeff hagee j-e-f-f-h-e-g-g-i-e but it's actually entrepreneur next door is my um instagram and if you go through the bio, the link in the bio there, uh, there's all the different links for the mastermind, for the coaching, for everything that's on there. And then my web page, my page on Facebook is Jeff Hagee. And I, I think it's Jeff Hagee business, but if you search Jeff Hagee, you should be able to find that page. Um, I've got, I've got two websites. Jeffhagee.com is where you can find uh, my blog that I write each week. Plus, it also has a link under, it goes under business development, coaching, inner circle mastermind. There's a link there to go for the mastermind group that you can find out more about that. But jeffhagebusiness.com is where you can really find out more about um, my coaching, the e-learning marketing system. The e-learning marketing system is such a great tool for, as I mentioned earlier, whether it's a startup or a business that's been going forever. Um, I've, I've got some network marketers that have used it, that it's really changed their business because they get the people that are working with them that are doing it as a part-time gig for them, mm -hmm. that they start taking using the e-learning marketing system and start looking at what they're doing as a business. And it's really changed how they operate these businesses. So they've been really valuable tools. And if you want to find out more about that, you can go to jeffhagebusiness.com backslash guided tour and it'll it'll take you through there or even just at jeffhagebusiness.com on the front page there's a place where it talks about the four video series that you can watch and it's just a guided tour of you can see what it is and how it can help you okay all right well thank you again jeff and this has been a really great conversation so i hope people watch this over and over and over and that they definitely get in contact with you so thank you again for coming on to savvy and 
Um, for everyone that's listening, I hope you're able to join us on every Saturday, 9 a.m. Central. Savvy, the business podcast. We're here every Saturday. Um, so I look forward to talking with you, sharing with you, and hopefully continuing, continuing to put out information that can be beneficial and value to <laughs> what you're doing. So thanks again, Jeff, and you have a great day. Thank you for having me on, and you have a great day too. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.